I've been really excited about our culture and to see us expand our culture even further. This building is united around this passion and love for pets. And so by way, we are a pet friendly uh, office. So at any given time, we have almost 100 dogs here. So you'll walk around the building and it's, it's kind of tough to have a bad day when, when you see a little puppy running around. Brian, thanks for being on the podcast. Glad to be here. Thanks yeah, for having so me. Appreciate you hosting me up here at Banfield, your HQ in uh, Vancouver. So love being on the side of the river. I don't get to that often, <laughs> but you know, hey, so you're the president of Banfield. I think you you started here about 2015, but you've been in this role about a year. Is that yeah, right? just a little over a year. Okay, Correct. great. So, um, you know, I always ask folks to start your kind of career path. You know, I don't think you're from this area. That's correct. So love to learn just kind of your journey and then how you got to, you know, Banfield first, I think, as the COO, right? Yes, I joined Banfield as the COO. But my journey to get here started off when I was really 16. So I'm originally from the Midwest okay. and 16 years old, started in pharmacy, worked okay. at Walgreens drugstores. Okay. And Big Midwest company. Big right? Midwest yeah. company. And at the time, it was a more of a, almost like a regional chain. That's when pharmacies were more regional chains, I guess. But joined Walgreens, uh, part-time job in high school, playing sports, and just a way for me to get my own independence. And I never thought that that would lead me to where I am today. Right. So I spent my entire career in, in uh, drugstore retail between okay. Walgreens and CVS. Uh, I was from the Midwest and professionally moved around the country to Charlotte, the New York area, mm -hmm. uh, then most recently Northern California. It's right outside of Sacramento. Okay. And uh, I received a phone call about uh, Banfield mm -hmm. and what the vet veterinary industry was mm -hmm. and what the opportunity was. And, you know, coming from pharmacy, which, which at the time I th it is very purpose-driven, uh, which I thought was extremely purpose-driven. Mm -hmm. Then I met this industry called veterinary medicine. Right. And I started go visiting hospitals, talking to associates, and I was blown away about how purpose-driven this industry was, about how these associates just have a love for pets that goes beyond anything I'd have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. And that was the big uh, turning point of, wow, this is an incredible opportunity, so let's learn more about it. Yeah. And I joined Banfield about two and a half years ago as the COO. Uh, one, it was the purpose-driven opportunity mm -hmm. and how, how, how this industry was. But then it was also the opportunity to be able to impact an organization. So Banfield at the time uh, was an, is a nationwide company and really needed a strong focus on, on people, on talent, and in ways to have leaders help our hospitals do what they do best. And that's to make a better role for pets. Yeah, and I do I want to unpack a couple of those things. You know, the talent culture piece, um, you know, the purpose driven. I know you're also the chair of your foundation, right? Yes. And, you know, we we're talking about pets and the purpose. Like, you know, I haven't been the doctor in 12 years, but my, my dog goes two or three times a year, right? So people right. care deeply. And I assume that's the people that work here as well. So, so when you bumped up from the COO to president role, what was kind of your uh, first thing you needed to tackle? What was kind of the mission? Um, was it growth or what are some of the things you guys can? 
Yeah, we we've had a great growth story at Banfield. Yeah. We continue to you know build new hospitals and, and buy existing hospitals, mm-hmm. and j- just our growth has been strong. So it wasn't so solely focused on that. It really was about talent. Right. So do we have the right leaders in our organization to help transform Banfield to where we want to go? So our big priorities have been around culture and then our strategic roadmap. So the Banfield of today. Is that going to be the Banfield that needs to exist five years from now? Mm-hmm. So how do we grow Banfield that way uh, through st- our strategic initiatives? So that's kind of focusing on advancing the uh, advancing the lives of our veterinary professionals. That is using our data for for good mm-hmm. to understand and unpack ways to help pets even live longer mm-hmm. lives. And that's also trying to figure out innovation. So mm-hmm. what's our digital roadmap and how mm-hmm. to make things easier? So how to make it easier for our associates to come to work and stay at Banfield yeah. and practice and do what they'll do best. How can we make the quality of uh, the veterinary medicine that the pets receive even better and stronger? And then also focusing on the client. Mm-hmm. So ways to get to the client. So that's online scheduling, whether that's getting everything done through the telephone, mm-hmm. uh, through our smartphones now. So it's really advancing that way. So our... I think my, the biggest priority was focus on talent and getting the right leaders that can help grow our business for the business that needs to change for tomorrow. Yeah. And let's talk about the innovation piece because I know your parent company um, has a partnership with some venture funds, right? And just looking into different kind of oh, is, yes. is it pet tech. Is that yep. what it's kind of called? Yes. Or, yes. Okay. So what are the things, some things on the innovation you see Maybe not specifically what you guys are doing, just the industry. Yeah, well, they, well, I'll actually talk about some of the things that we're doing because okay. I'm really proud of that. Because I, I believe Banfield, as as the largest general practice veterinary hospital in the country, we have the responsibility to innovate and to help our clients. Mm-hmm. So two things that really come to mind. First is the collaborative project with Whistle. So Whistle is the wearable technology that you can put on your on your dog, and mm-hmm. it tracks all the activity mm-hmm. and, and really makes sure that you now have an active interest and you are receiving information on how active your dog is. So that's kind of cool in of itself. But what we're doing at Banfield in our collaborative uh, project with them, it's called the Pet Inside Project. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is we're giving 50,000 of these devices to our clients that are on optimum wellness plans. So an optimum wellness plan is our services that we are bundled together to really provide the best preventative care to pets. So we are offering our clients this wearable technology for their dog, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a three-year study to understand the activity that your pet's receiving, the type of nutrition the pet's on, and then through through uh, your routine visits and your comprehensive exams, we then monitor all the health and behaviors of the dog. And then using our, our electronic medical records, mm-hmm. trying to create this system that understands what is going on in the pet's life right now mm-hmm. and how does nutrition, behavior, and... Um, and activity play a role in how pets progress Mm -hmm. and can we identify things before they even happen to help your pets even be healthier that's crazy i would buy that for my dog but i don't even have a watch right (laughs) so it's really cool (laughs) yeah yeah so so that's one example Uh of technology where we're using that collaborative environment and the other quick one is uh that we're launching in april so next month Hmm. here is is called the banfield hackathon okay so we are bringing our associates together to work on innovative ways to change our model and to change our practice 
So what I'm excited about is I just got an update yesterday that we have over 70 associates signed up for this event. So it's going to be a tw one day, so hmm. 24 hours continuous on working on, on pain points for uh, the client or for our associates and the ways to make things even more efficient through innovation and technology. And are you guys going to do that here? We're doing it here in our headquarters. Yeah. So it's starting Friday uh, afternoon going into Saturday afternoon for 24 hours. The wow. team's going to lock themselves in our headquarters and they're going to solve some issues and create some innovative ways. That's cool. And are there folks yeah. flying from around the country for this or just locally? It's right just going to be local. Yeah. Okay. For the, our first one. Yeah. We'll be curious to see how that goes. Maybe roll it out and... Yeah, we are excited. And what we're what our plans are, we have different criteria and which which we're going to judge, mm -hmm. and and then so ultimately, you know, the ultimate winner will then have a fully funded project that'll mm -hmm. then get launched and really hopefully change the way Banfield provides medicine today. Yeah. But I'm I'm optimistic that we won't just have one big winner. We'll yeah. have multiple winners and multiple great ideas that'll turn into whether they're small pilots that we'll do right. in different markets. Or we uh, we launch across the whole nation. I love that. So that kind of rolls into my next question, just about culture, and we'll get into about Portland and Vancouver and the growth of that. But I know that seems one of your initiatives when you first started. You know, tell me a little bit about the culture here. Um, we're in you know, a nice, brand new building. It's a great workspace, yes. um, and also the talent piece. You know, this area we're attracting a lot of talent. So how has that been good for you guys? challenging or would love to know about that yeah so so i'll start with culture first i've been really excited about our culture and to see us expand our culture even further mm -hmm. this building is united around this passion and love for pets mm -hmm. and so by way we are a pet friendly uh, office right. so at any given time we have almost 100 dogs here <laughs> so you'll walk around the building and it's it's kind of tough to have a bad day yeah, yeah, yeah. when you see a little puppy running around yeah. and 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 or their first trip to the office and 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 it, it is funny that uh not only do people know everyone's names here they also know that the puppies are the dog's yeah. name as well <laughs> and cool. actually some probably know that more of the dogs <laughs> sure. about the dogs than they do the, the person yeah. So I, I'm excited about our culture because we have we have an office full of people that are passionate about taking care of pets. Right. Then when you have that passion and then your functional group can work on projects or initiatives that advance the lives of pets mm -hmm. or it advances, you know, the client experience or just, you know, helps with general preventive medicine. People are really excited about yeah. that. So, so we feel strong about our culture, and that's really important for us to be able to deliver those services. Yeah, and so are you guys staffing up a lot? You know, one of the things I like to, sh you know, share is just what companies here are growing, what companies are you know, trying to attract new people, and what kind of things you're looking for, you know, yes. not only here at HQ, but at, at your, you know, offices across yes. the country. Yeah, so our... Our growth has been continuous, and so we've we've grown by adding different departments mm -hmm. in in our headquarters here. Mm -hmm. So by departments, that could be you know different offices of you know things in in, the, in our hospitals that'll help like project management or yeah. social media, or you know different components in in some of the different functions. So we're always growing based on our size yeah. across our, across the nation. We're in forty two states: mm -hmm. uh, D Washington D.C., Puerto Rico. We have a teaching hospital in Mexico City, okay. uh, but. Our are continually we're continually growing so as a result we're always adding doctors uh pair associates so the, the teams that help our doctors mm -hmm. and practice managers that run our hospitals so we continually we have a lot of growth cool well um also we were chatting before we started recording you're so you have a found banfield has a foundation you're the chair and i know a lot of things you're involved in is talking about being a good corporate citizen in, in that part so you know 
talk about what Banfield does, but just you personally, what, what that means to you. I think it's becoming more important. Um, yes. That's kind of CSR part of uh, the world. So I'd love to get your thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, so CSR is a very important part of Banfield. And as you said, it's an important part of the world. More and more uh, job applic- uh, people looking for jobs mm-hmm. are always interested in what's your responsibility to the community. Right. So one of the things that I'm proud of is in working with our parent company, Mars, we have an MVP event. So it's the Mars Volunteer Program. Okay. We dedicate uh, one month specifically, that's the month of October, where we're ultra focused on that. But but volunteerism happens throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And and so we've, we've donated uh, thousands of hours of our associates' time. We, we pay our associates to volunteer. Oh, great. And to get in there, so we want to encourage their their volunteerism. But but when we talk about purpose, it's not hard to have people go out and yeah. help their local shelters mm-hmm. or help uh, um, areas of need mm-hmm. or anyone who has a need for the pets. So the fo- the foundation was basically created on a, a a vision that every pet deserves care. Right. Every pet deserves veterinary care, and no no pet should go without. So we help all kinds of organizations with with their missions yeah. on making a better world for pets. So it's important for us to be able to to deliver and donate that. So we do that through volunteerism, as I said, but also through disaster relief. So our foundation mm-hmm. is incredibly helpful uh, when disaster relief uh, happens, mm-hmm. and as, when those unfortunate events occur. We don't often think of the impact that has on pets, yeah. so our foundation really steps up around that as well. That's great. Well, let's shift gears and talk about kind of Portland and Vancouver. Sure. It's kind of a theme I've weaved through all the interviews, and uh, I know you lived here a few years now, mm-hmm. but tell me about just your thoughts on the kind of the, in regards to the business community since you've moved here. You know, have you had a chance to kind of connect with a lot of folks here? What's your, again, your thoughts just uh, on the community, the growth of it, um, and also we're in the midst of a population kind of boom, both yes. Vancouver, I mean, more right. so than Portland. Uh, your thoughts on kind of that too. Yeah, this this is, uh, city has been terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vancouver-Portland area is incredible. And uh, there is a lot of growth here. And, and it's funny talking to people that have grew up here. They're kind of disappointed <laughs> that everyone figured out how, yeah. how wonderful Ooh, this right. city is, right? Uh, but I've, I've been blown away with the businesses that are headquartered here or have a strong presence. And, and even the smaller businesses just blown away on the, on the passion that, that these businesses have for Portland. Yeah. And, and even those that are start to expand out, Portland still becomes that central, uh, part where, it just has something strong and meaningful to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been fortunate enough in with in my in my business here to to meet different executives across the city, mm-hmm. and you know whether it's joining different boards right. and having different interactions on all kinds of different businesses. Just blown away by the talent and blown away by the passion that people have for this area. Yeah, and so what surprised you most about living here? And just like what are the what are some of your favorite things about living here? I know we're. You like wine? Yes, I, I do enjoy wine. So, so that, that's been uh, a, a, a pleasant yes, surprise, the, the proximity. Yeah. A couple of things I'll say. One is it's it's such, well it's a it's a great city and mm-hmm. people are so nice and there's so much to do and I don't I don't I probably underestimated just the 
uh, options that you have. I right. mean, you can be in the beach relatively quickly. You can be in wine country mm-hmm. within 45 minutes. And you have the mountain that's, you know, an hour o- away. Yeah. And you can enjoy these all these components at different times of the year, but none are really off off limits at mm-hmm. all. So very active city, and it's it's so, it's so fun to do, and so so fun. Um, what surprised me the most was I coming here. I knew it was going to rain a lot. Yeah. But what surprised me is how adaptive I've been to the rain. It's it's, it's fine. I don't use an umbrella, and I can walk around, and it's it's not I that love bad. It. True Oregonian, no <laughs> umbrella. <right>. <laughs> So, well, hey, Brian, I really appreciate you, you know, being on the podcast. So it'd be great to do it again. Uh, Absolutely. Sure. Thanks for your in. time. So thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.